This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey, everybody, this is Fish. And this is Steve. <laughs> and this is Kate. What's her face? Kate, 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 Kate Smith. Smith. Kate, let me turn it. Can I turn that down a little bit? Let me see if I can do that. Brothers, sisters, when this world began. Oh, work to be done. Yeah. Somebody had to do it. Oh, that's who did there it. There it is. And she's calling people brothers. Mm. Sisters. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Way things <laughs> you know. Yeah, the balance is wrong. The balance is wrong. So your faith must be strong. Except Holy your destiny. Now here it comes, but here comes the good stuff. Oh, yeah. White playing this one A melody. Us, Kate. Here we go. <laughs> Everybody, sing along. Toe tapper. Oh, Jesus. Really? I mean. Someone had a plan to Someone had a slave. Oh. And be able to sing. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. And there you have Thank it. You. you know what that Thanks. gets you in this day and age of being more woke, as you said before? Yeah. It gets you ripped out of the seventh inning stretch at Yankee Stadium and your stature removed you're in front of the Flyers straight. Stadium. You're damn straight, and it should be so. Well, let me ask you a question, though. So here's the thing. I mean, you, I had forgotten that way back when, uh, when you and I worked together, um, the first go around mm. that that you had discovered that and you had actually played that yeah and said listen to this I couldn't believe I found it now all I knew of Kate Smith at the time was she was the God bless America woman that, that sang in front of every Flyers game and as a hockey fan that's the only connection I had to her and then she was famous you know and then somewhere I'm digging around the internet you know middle 2000s you know 2006 when I started doing the radio program and I found the song I said no no this can't it can't possibly be. And then I download, I listen to it, and I go, you know, it's just jaw dropping. It, it's it's gut wrenching, and, and, and it's and it's just blatant racism. Stick a pin in that. <laughs> Welcome to the Ear Spoon, everybody. I'm Fish, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm some other guy. <laughs> and uh, we are brought to you as we are each and every week by Mocha Joe's, who completely, completely gets what we're talking about. <laughs> Let's assume. Uh, so here's the thing, though. So no, you you. you <laughs> <laughs> it's not right at all. It's just not right uh, at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Whew. here's where I want to go with this. So your transgressions from a different point in time where the thinking was different or was it different? See, here's here's the thing that the point I want to make. It was a transgression. Why? Because slavery itself had been abolished even close to 70 years before that record was even made. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, in the 1800s, they said, you know, the slavery thing, eh, there's a financial benefit, so we're not doing it because we're good people. <laughs> Thanks, Abe. Uh, we're just doing it because there's a financial benefit. It'll save the union. It'll do this. It'll do that. Let's, can I just interject? Sure. You're saying the we as white people because 
nobody black was saying this and though slavery was over life remained really difficult for black people oh no it didn't still no it didn't <laughs> oh my mistake because <laughs> if you check uh, if you check trump's twitter feed it's all good oh, okay, all good. right it doesn't yeah. exist it yeah. doesn't exist but anyway go on yeah so do the transgressions of of a t- place and time in 1931 uh translate to today simple answer Yes. yes. Let me think about that. Yes. Yeah. Let me yes. <laughs> I'm so, gonna go with yes. I'm gonna big fat, <laughs> big fat fucking yes is, is is what we have because here's the thing. Um, do you remember when you used to play with mercury as a kid and you let it roll around in your hand and and it, sure and you you could poke it and it would go into several little mercury balls and then hit back in the middle of your hand sure. and form a big mercury ball and you used to pass it back and forth and then mom would say it's lunchtime and you would just throw that on the ground anywhere <laughs> that it landed and go in and eat a sandwich yeah, yeah sure okay sure, sure, so sure. that would be considered a transgression mine probably early seventies yeah maybe late sixties early seventies that know. that happened right who knew so if it came up today. That caused some long-term ailment that is just finally bubbling to the surface now. Do I get a chance to say, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, we didn't know. We just thought it was cool then. So, no, I don't have cancer now. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> you know, right, you see what right. I'm getting? I'm right. sorry, but no, you played with mercury. You put it in your mouth. You ate right after without cleaning your and hands. the effects are clear. The effects are clear. So, no, you don't get to escape around something just because we were a little bit more ignorant, less woke, as the kids say. Right. You don't get to run away from it. Yeah, I wholly agree. And, and, you know, historical context matters, and we can talk about the slave-owning uh, framers of the Constitution. We can talk about all, all kinds of context through history where, sure, that was the, the current tone of the time, but it doesn't resolve it or absolve it of anything as we move forward. And looking back on things historically, just like, you know, uh, Statues of, of uh, Confederate uh, heroes yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are coming down. We're now saying later on, it's like, no, history is not an absolute. It is a context. And to right. say, let's talk about this and say, we've moved far from this. Mm-hmm. This is not okay. I'll never forget, this is tangentially related, but it does relate. Um, when my young son, you know, was, you know, three, four, five, somewhere in there, and we were, uh, I wanted to show him uh, Peter Pan. You know, okay, that's a great story, Peter Pan, right? So I, I, you know, got a video of I think was the Disney version. I'm no fan of Disney, and and that's probably the only Disney he ever saw in his lifetime growing up. Uh, and so there's this scene in it where the engines, oh are, yeah, are like you know doing that whoa thing on their mouth and dancing around and being stupid, and like yeah no, and I turned it right off, and I thought. When, you know, here I was coming at this th- thinking, here's something my son will love. The story of Peter Pan. Who doesn't love that? But Disney had to go ahead and make it a racist <laughs> epithet. You know, again, it's it's just that time and place where it was more readily acceptable. Um, well, for the majority, as you as you said, as you yeah, corrected me earlier, careful. that there was no there was no person of color f- saying or expressing what I was expressing earlier right. in the podcast just a few minutes ago. Um, and so what you had was a more, uh, a less tempered uprising around it saying, no, yep. no, 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 no. This is wrong. This is not correct. Right. This is not the way 
that we do things. And I have to say, I'm I'm actually amazed that the city of uh, the city of Philadelphia, city of brotherly love, mm-hmm. with the most insufferable fan base on the planet, these. <laughs> Flipping people, they 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 they. If they were rocks, they would have stoned Santa Claus. Instead, they just pelted him with snowballs. I mean, constantly just doing things one after other, burning people's jerseys, threatening to kill them. I mean, these these are mm. ill-behaved individuals. Mm. I'm not. I, I was not up on that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No. All of Philly. All of Philly. And if you're you listening, learn, Philly. If, if you are listening, <laughs> Philly. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't do it. You can't do it. But this one, you know. But but for people to to then come to new conclusions. And the only say, good thing that ever came out of Philadelphia was Bernie Perrant. Oh, well done, my friend. That's why I was a Flyers fan. <laughs> Bernie White skates Perrant. Yeah. That was my whole my old hero thing. Uh, and he was great. That, but mm-hmm. I hated the Dave Schultz kind of Flyers. You know, the right, punching, yeah. fighting thing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that we. To reframe and to recontext, it does multiple things at once. One is certainly says to newer, younger people, hey, we were stupid. Don't be stupid. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and two, it says to those who are the victims of passively and actively victims of such things like Kate Smith, like all the things that we're describing to say, hey, we get this now. And that doesn't excuse it. And as is often the case when, when you want to really show uh, uh, contrition. Okay. Uh, you say, not only do I recognize this, but this is what I'm going to do about it. So there's two pieces to it. One is to say, yeah, that was bad, my bad. And then two, this is how I choose to repair or apologize for that. Mm-hmm. And that makes all the difference. We can all acknowledge and say, oh, that never should have happened. Ooh, that was wince-worthy. Ooh, that was terrible. But if, you know, instead of just saying that stays terrible, the people who are responsible can say, yeah, we totally didn't get what we were doing then. You know, our bad. And here's how we're going to make that different, like taking statues down, like yeah. taking Kate Smith out of the – it's the Yankees were doing Kate Smith? Too. The Yankees, for about 18 years um, uh, since um, since um, 9-11, mm. uh, um, started playing in the seventh inning stretch Kate Smith's version of, of God Bless America in the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I remember listening to it and uh, for that first couple of seasons and thinking to myself – all right, this is like wrought with nostalgia. It comes from a time and place where being an American meant you were American, where that the song that was supposed to conjure up feelings of national pride. Mm. We were a part of one people. Okay, so that's dissipated on its own. That's got nothing to do with Kate Smith. Right. Um, but that in and of itself, I can remember probably about year seven or eight going to a game going, you know, this is just a freaking creepy sounding song. I just don't <laughs> I don't like the woman's voice. No. I get that it was a, you know, a hammy time to sing and the over inflection of a voice and you know the the over it just I it's just it, it's a it's it's come and gone. The time has just come and gone for that song yep. and mm-hmm. but they got, you know, they they got mired in in tradition and uh, stuck with it, but just like that. So, you know, this may have been just the opportune time to say nope. Not yeah, gonna do it. Maybe, maybe it was just fortuitous yeah. on some level, but it is still a public acknowledgement of us moving forward as a culture. Mm-hmm. Dare I say slowly? But it is a, a, a movement forward. It is progress to say, "Hey, see that changing this." Yeah, you know. And I applaud such things. And there are a million other places this can be taking place. And you know, this is why we talk about Black Lives Matter. This is why the provo- the conversation that's provoked. 
by raising a flag over a school brings out all the closet racists. Yeah. You know, to say like, ooh, 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 you know, the and, and why are they flying the American flag? Um, they are, dude. Yeah, it's 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 right it's right next to the other one that has right. to remind you that black lives are part of America. Right. Right. And so that's what I was thinking when you're talking about God bless America. She's basically singing God bless white America yeah. and kind of white America only. Yeah. You know, I I, I don't know that the that song itself. Uh, who who was that? Uh, who wrote that? I'm going to guess Irving Berlin, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember. I don't think that this person thought, ooh, I need an anthem for the white people when he wrote it. I no. just thought he was thinking about a land. I don't think that he was thinking about any particular race of people. I just think he wrote a song called God Bless America, and everybody can everybody can get behind that, right? No, no, no. But, Only theists. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so was Kate Smith a racist? I don't know. I know that she sang a song called Pickin' Any Heaven. Which sings about uh, black pe- black kids in orphanages uh, should fantasize about large watermelons. Oh, uh, I know she endorsed no. the mame the, the the mammy doll the mamie doll mamie or mammy probably mammy I'm mammy. gonna assume like the mammy doll yeah right which is you know I mean if you're wondering what a mammy doll is it was around again around that time and probably place big lipped pig picture picture Aunt Jemima on, on the on the syrup and that's what was a mammy doll and she endorsed this doll. Yeah, I'm going to go with racist on on this. If we're if we're adding the evidence, uh, if if you can sit at a microphone and sing, someone's got to pick the cotton, someone's got to bale the hay, or whatever the hell she's saying, and it doesn't make you go, oh Jesus, that's gross. You know, if that doesn't push that, no, don't do this button. You're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm I'm going to allow for the time and place. Yeah. You know, I'm going to allow Come on, watermelon for watermelon songs. Huh? <laughs> watermelon songs. Right. Come on, how many chances do you get? <laughs> I know. I get it, and it's it's a hard argument for me to make, but it's it's like it's like uh, me going into New York and calling somebody a mamaluke. A what? What are you, a mama Luke? I don't it's know just, this. just it's like an idiot. It's, it's like, oh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> but you see, all right, here you're making my case for me now. Yeah. You you are Baltimore via Connecticut via Vermont, yeah. right? That's yeah. roughly your. That's roughly the roughly yeah. roughly. Okay. So and you don't know what a mama Luke I'm is. Glad you left the Jersey out of that. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> well. No, if, I'm just kidding. Jersey. If, if, if I had left New Jersey in there, then there would have been no reason for you not to that's understand what a mama Luke I was is. Six when I left there. So right. All right. So mama Luke, really? That's oh, like yeah. an Italian. Hey, what is it? Look at his chooch, this mama Luke over here. Chooch, I get. All right. So, but if I go into some hill town in Arizona and start calling people mama Luke, they don't understand, right? right. So, it, it, my, context. Yeah, it's it's in the context of, of how you use it. I got to stop and explain. <laughs> Most people might think I'm saying something really, really bad when I'm just saying, oh, stop being silly. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, mama Luke, right. stop being silly. So, I, I so I'm going to allow a little bit. A little bit. So if it's a scale of one to a hundred, darkies. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's I can't. I can't do it. Darkies. Well, she doesn't. The song does. She oh, just oh, it. my bad. She didn't. <laughs> like, I didn't write the speech. I just read it. I mean, if the title doesn't flag you to go, like, wait a second, I'm not going to call human beings darkies. That's why darkies were born. It's like really. So anyway, so yeah, these many years removed, we can allow that contextually that wasn't as shocking as it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but still moving forward to continue to use it. <laughs> you know, that's a different. And I'm not. And when I say it, I mean Kate Smith. Yeah. I think it's reasonable to sort of tie that uh, that racist thing around her ankle and say, yeah, no. But then it brings up the other conversation we've had recently, including Michael Jackson and other you know people who make art that become offensive individuals. Is their art then no longer a value? It's, that's a complicated answer that doesn't yeah. really answer yeah. easily. But it's a conversation worth having when somebody is revealed as a despicable soul, a despicable character, or someone whose behavior, let's say, is is way out of line. What do you do with the stuff they make? Some people won't watch a Woody Allen film because they, you know, are disgusted by Woody Allen's behavior or what have you. Um, I just think he stopped making good movies. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, no, I was going to say, look, there was, <laughs> there, was there was, there was, I, I can remember the Woody Allen movie that I got off the Woody Allen train. Which like, one? Okay, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me. I was, I was trying to desperately trying to think about uh, Shadows and Fog. Was it for me? Was that no? What was the one before that? No, I couldn't tell you. I, it's, uh, was there? There was like a murder mystery or something in New York. It had Alan Alda in it. Uh, Diane Keaton. There's a stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diane Keaton in a Woody Allen film. I know. I can't imagine. Holy But I, anyway, just saying, like, there are people who make stuff that want to. This John Mayer dude, who I don't really know very well, but he's, you know, this Me Too movement is, is pulling people in and saying, like, let's reconsider these people. Uh, and the question remains, and I don't have an answer, is what's the person and what's the art? You know, and what we can say of Kate Smith, the art is shit. It's racist shit. And so we cannot use it in any way. But if she's singing a song, God Bless America, but also has a whole litany, apparently, of, of racist tunes, can those just be ignored and we go with the one that we like sort of thing? And I don't I don't really have an answer. It's a moral quandary, if you will. Yeah, it's you know, I applaud the Yankees for doing the right thing. And as as much as it pains me to applaud anything Philadelphia, I applaud the Flyers for taking immediate action. The first thing they did was they just shrouded her in in they just literally like wrapped it in a black shroud and then yeah. removed it the very next day. I think it just just removed. So we record this podcast on a Monday. I think they just removed it yesterday. So can we acknowledge that somewhere in this entire decision making from the Yankees, the Flyers, et cetera? I'm sure are some pretty powerful unnamed forces and people who have been pushing for this stuff for a long time, who've been trying to wake people, who've been trying to raise consciousness. And these are small and large victories of activism. And, you know, all proper credit goes to those who've been doing this work their whole lives, to the Black Lives Matter movement for raising awareness. Things are changing. They're noticeably changing culturally, albeit slowly. But I think it's worth saying these things don't happen overnight, not suddenly like, oh, we just you know got religion, so to speak. We've made this decision. But it's been people you know, kind of chipping away at institutionalized racism, which is what you know, this country is basically built upon in many ways from not just you know, against uh, black people, but in Native Americans and et cetera. But th- this is a, a victory, another victory for people who are raising awareness and shifting the culture and turning – the, the, in, it's a turn in the river for us, and I think, albeit you know, just a statue and just a song, it's not just a statue and not just a song, and it means a lot to people to, to be validated and say, yeah, this doesn't fly in 2019 at all. And in 2029, what does that look like? Right. You know? I mean, it's just so the actions that we take now can help us, well, correct the course, self-correct where we are now. Mm-hmm. 
And so them to make a and, and these are things where you know you're going to have a lot of ignorant fans on both sides who completely disagree who rise up right. and, you know in Philadelphia and in New York who right. are just not going to say hey what are you going to do I mean it was a different time and place I'm sorry but right. again I go back to my example of playing with mercury right right all right I so, just then let me ask you a question how do you feel about the Washington Redskins Oh, I just, I mean, as a football franchise no, no. or just the name itself? The name itself. It's a slur. Yeah, you know, I mean, so there, there's there's something uh, in that that should be addressed. It's, it is addressed. It's addressed all the time. I they just don't acquiesce. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it, it's, it's uh, yeah, it, when I found out, and, and I had this conversation because uh, I first took it, it's like a team name. Who Who cares? All right, and, Indians and, care. I, yeah, Indians care. And then I had a had a conversation with a with a uh, with an Indian, and they said, "Do you understand what a redskin is, and what a, that to my people, what that is? That's like the equivalent of you understand the N word." I said, "Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do you ever use the N word? No, but yet redskin flies easily out of your mouth. Right. But then, so here's a here's a situation where." You've you've overtaken and overthrown a, a small group of people. You've given them a little plot of land as a you know as just a consolation prize for oh taking my. all their lawn, uh, all their land and lawn. Um, but uh, and and you keep them sedated and you keep them dumbed down and you keep them on their own reservation where they can make up their own laws so they never want to leave. And the the uprising isn't there. And, but I mean, it's a lot of words for genocide. But yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> but, but can I just no, interject? Don't be something? sensitive. Genocide. Yeah, I don't, don't, but I want to say, for, I, I realize I hear myself and us saying the word Indian, and for some people that's not an appropriate term. I choose to use it on the advice of an Apache friend of mine that okay. I haven't seen in a long time, um, who said that's what he goes by. Native American. Uh, the American idea is Amerigo Vespucci comes from European. Right. So what's most proper is to not say. Indian at all, but to actually name the nation you're talking about. Yeah. You know? here, here was my um, the one time I was at a party, and I used the word Indian, mm. and some asshole at the party was like, "Dots or feathers." Oh no! And I just looked at him. I was like, I literally, like, I literally broke into a cold, clammy sweat, and I was just like, "Oh." And and you know me, I'm never. Short of word, but this is somebody who was overhearing my conversation. Yeah, thought they would turn around and say that. Yeah, and so, oh, how'd that go? Yeah, I just went. No, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. And, but I mean, and, yeah, and and I, I here we are talking about race and two couple white guys talking about the other races. So it's it's careful to choose. It's important to choose our words carefully because words weigh and matter. Right. It's also important to say as we're advocating for certain ways of thinking that the role of the privileged, empowered race, so to speak, is to uh, to become allied with and confederates of, for lack of a better term, these oppressed class, classes and races and ask how we can help and right. not say this is how it should go. So in this these moments, I'm hoping and don't know that the Philadelphia Flyers organization and the Yankees organization have enough people of color or non-white people that were pushing these things to say, hey, Raise your awareness, and and then to the proper response is as presuming that it's white people in charge, because it usually is. Yeah. Uh, to say how else can we help, and to mean it, you know, and and to say what are other things that we're not noticing, like this one we didn't notice, 
you know, 9-11, I get it, you know, so you know, God bless America, I get it, jingoistic, but what are you going to do? And theistic, but what are you going to do? Uh, what, what else can we, and so at, at the time it was right, but then somebody got aware. So now what are we also not aware of? Well, you know, it is strange, and when you think about the song that was recorded in 1931, and here it is, God, how long, how many years later? And, It'll be and, 90 in two years. Yeah, so, so you know, and we're, they're just figuring it out now? Yeah, it's it's kind of true. I mean, let's, I tell you, 2006, I heard that song, and my jaw dropped on the ground. I'm like, this is a real thing by a famous person? And I'm telling you, if we, if the, if, if that's why darkies were born is a real thing and some of these other things, I can guarantee you if we dug around back then, you'd find a lot of horrifying things that oh, you can't God. believe were real. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm trying to figure out. The, the, I don't just think... type in racist songs from the 30s. No. You know? <laughs> no. We're not going down that rabbit hole. Um, the, the, okay, the Yankees, here's what they said. The Yankees have been made aware of the recording that had been previously unknown to us and decided to immediately and carefully review this new information. This is a team statement. The Yankees take social and racial, cultural, and sensitivities very seriously. Mm-hmm. And while no final conclusions have been made, we are erring, erring on the side of sensitivity. Good choice. So, yeah, defer, you know, listen to and go on the assumption that, you know, until other information is available, that's a non-starter. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's a hat tip to, again, you know, the non-white, non-privileged people in this country who day after day, all day long, have to put up with injustices and, and microaggressions of all kinds. And even now in the age of Trump now, where these racial racial insensitivities are on the rise. Yes, they are. Huge organizations like the Philadelphia Flyers and the New York Yankees mm-hmm. going, nope, we're going to slap that one back. Nice. We're yeah, slapping I, it back. I'm no fan of professional sports, as but, you know, but I think that's a good choice on that corporation. I think it's the only choice. Yeah, I have and, to agree. And, I'm, and I applaud both of them. And again, my clap is I got to really swallow hard to clap for any Philadelphia team, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I think Bobby Clark. Think, you know, <laughs> old time hockey, Eddie Shore. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's leave it there. All right. All right. Uh, we want to thank uh, Mocha Joe's for once again powering us with the powerful uh, agent known as caffeine. And uh, it's more than just the caffeine, it's the love. <laughs> It's the love of the of the of the bean that they do. It's Mocha Joe's Coffee found at mochajoes.com. I've been Fish and I've been Steve. And remember you can download this podcast wherever you download your podcast. And es- you should. Especially at the earspoon.com. I love that site. Talk to you next week. Uh, Cheers. More at the earspoon.com.